Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you ever found weird things in a vagina? Have you found yourself needing multiple partners to fulfill your desires? Hey guys, I'm Dr. Jacqueline Walters, a board-certified OBGYN. It is so important that we know how and when to ask the right questions, whether you're in front of your doctor or just hanging out with your good girlfriends. Now, I wanted to create Dr. Jackie's point of view because sometimes you need to just hear the unfiltered good old Dr. Jackie. I will inspire, uplift, and educate women and men on the who, what, when, and where of things we balance daily. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Jackie's Point of View and tune in every Thursday. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to my weekly podcast. Okay, here we go. So, first things first. I know that I have been giving you guys false promises for like the last two weeks that Hannah and I are going to be podcasting together about the bachelor party. The first lie was that we were going to do a podcast before the bachelor party, like a pre bachelorette party podcast. And that didn't happen. And I have theories as to why it didn't happen. And it's all my fault and good on Hannah for recognizing that in me, her friend, I was in a pissy ass mood and she was like maybe it's not a good idea to podcast with Taylor when she's in this frame of mind leading up to a very special weekend for me because I don't need her bullshit negativity on my fucking bachelorette party so Hannah I well first of all I, I have a lot of apologizing to do to Hannah but we'll get to that so we did not record beforehand and that was the best idea we've ever made because it might have ended our friendship I was not in a good place then we agreed to uh, record after when like things were exciting and we could recap everything and blah, blah, blah. But of course, um, you know, we are all literally dead after the bachelor party because it was so much fucking fun and so worth feeling this shitty afterwards. Uh, hangovers for days, for days. But she, of course, had to do Giggly Squad with Paige first because like, duh, that's like, I mean, again, her bachelorette party is not about me. It's about Hannah. Although I've tried for the last three weeks to make Hannah's bachelorette party about me. Man, I'm a fucking bitch. Like, I pride myself on being like a good friend, a loyal friend, pretty even keeled. Like, I had a wedding and I know how hard it is to be a bride and have people like second guessing your decision making and like giving you shit and being difficult. And it's just like, shut up. Just like go with the flow. It's my day, not yours. Stop being a fucking cuntosaurus. Unfortunately, 
I fell into a total shame spiral and a complete emotional rut, and I have been a really fucking bad friend for three weeks. So, Hannah, I apologize. So, Hannah and I are in the best place we've been in our entire friendship post the bachelor party. So, Hannah is going to be coming on the podcast. We're going to do like a part two to her bachelorette party. But I felt like I had to come on here and recap it because I have spent so many weeks dogging this bachelorette party, and Hannah, I'm so sorry. And I've been doing a lot of it on the Taylor Strucker show because, you know, that's like my secret clubhouse where I feel like I can talk shit but nobody knows but I'm a moron because anybody can share the information (laughs) via DM as we all know and I can only imagine the driblets of information that Hannah may have been getting between me ranting and raving on the Taylor Trucker show me literally crying three weeks ago on Taste of Taylor literally crying crying for real crying crying tears you guys know three weeks ago Jesse Jaws I was like crying how I like don't want to go on like these fabulous experiences because like I feel bad about my body and about my weight and about my age and like I'm old and way 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 and I'm not trying to like make I'm, like those feelings were real and a lot of you guys related to them and connected and you were like that's so like this is so such relatable content and it's like what I needed to hear because I am in your brain so I'm not trying to like water that down and be like oh my god that's so stupid because it's not stupid it, it is real but what was stupid was the fact that I almost like didn't go on the bachelorette party because of like bullshit that I tell myself about like my body and my age and just like myself in general. So I am so happy that I got out of my own fucking way. And thank you to you guys. I mean, there were some people, I actually saw some people like DMing me being like, you are in an emotional cul-de-sac. You should not be going on this bachelorette party. Like people really were like worried about my state of mind some people were like you're gonna ruin the bachelorette party and you're not fucking wrong I almost did so I can't even get mad at people for saying that but like it was almost good that people were like don't go because when people tell me what to do I'm like fuck you I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the complete opposite of what you're telling me to do but even people were like Taylor like you have to put yourself first like put on your oxygen mask first don't go like you got to take care of you but if I had missed this I would have never forgiven myself because it was one of the most epic iconic weekends ever and I feel so honored to have been invited on it I love Hannah so much I love the salami squad that's what we are called now um the crew of girls so much like hannah curated the most perfect group of people i like i can't i could cry like i can't imagine having missed this so i am so happy and i thank you to my wife for being like get your fucking shit together and go you're going to be kicking yourself if you don't and she was right and um i went and had the best time ever but man I went kicking and screaming and I want to just say officially, Hannah, I'm really sorry about that. And I know you might not know all of the kicking and screaming I did, but let me just tell you, it was a lot. And uh, like, I got to a point where I was like somebody who has the flu, like the throw up shit your pants flu, like Claudia had it a couple weeks ago. And I was like, is it still in your system? Lick my face. I need to be barfing and shitting my pants like all over the floor so I can be like, I can't go to the bachelor party. I'm shitting my pants. I even said to my little sister whose due date was around Hannah's bachelorette party. I said to her, Paige, April 15th, you have to go into labor so that I have an excuse not to go to this bachelorette party. And um, guess what? She did go into labor April 16th. Um, But no, I am, but like, obviously I went to the bachelorette party and didn't go home. And also thank you to my little sister for being so cool about me, like not being home for this like momentous occasion. But she was like, you've got to go. You got to be there for Hannah. And also like you meet the baby in a week. I'm at the hospital. It's like they only allow so many people in because of COVID. So anyway, but it was like, I really, I mean, I cried on Taste of Taylor. I bitched and complained about everything under the sun. 
on the Taylor Trucker Show. I bitched about it being three nights. I bitched about the themes, feathers, disco cowgirl, and fucking euphoria. I was unwell. Um, but I was wrong about the themes. The themes were fucking amazing they actually elevated the process so much it gave the like group a cohesiveness and also it was like it was bonding and it made packing once I got all my stuff from Amazon not to brag if people are like where'd you get that from I got everything on Amazon um which is really I mean you know Jeff Bezos and all but like damn Amazon like way to fucking go so but once I got everything from Amazon and then I did like um like a like a live Q&A slash like um Amazon costume theme hall with the audience. I actually was like, wait, these themes are awesome. It made getting dressed at the bachelor party so fucking easy because there wasn't a choice. You're like, this is my outfit and this is what I'm putting on. Honestly, I cannot, I am so pro themes now. My whole life is going to be themed from here on out. So Hannah, good fucking call. I gave her so much shit about the themes behind her back into her face. Hannah, I am fucking sorry. And then, of course, I bitched about the cost, okay? So, um, and I bitched about the cost on Instagram, and Hannah did see it because she actually texted me, and I felt like a shit. And it's because I was being a shit. That's why I felt like a shit, because I was being shitty. And I also booked my flight really late because I was procrastinating and spiraling. Um, when I went to book the flights, like Delta, JetBlue, American Airlines, like usually a flight down to, from like Newark to like, or New York, wherever, to um, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, whatever, same thing kind of. Uh, by the way, like expert tip, you can fly into Fort Lauderdale. It's like literally 35 minutes from Miami. It's like so great. And the airport's kind of better than Miami, less delays and shit. Okay, anyway. So like usually flights down there are like $300, $400. I'm telling you, every airline was $1,000 and I was like unwell. And I just booked my flight literally like 10 minutes before to Stassi and Bo's wedding in Rome. And obviously it's expensive. We actually got really good rates for Rome, like really good rates. So I was, so that is actually what should have been helpful. But because I had just booked those flights, I was like, I was like on a spending spiral. You know what I mean? So... I look at these flights and I'm not joking, like $1,000 a pop, like these flights are pretty much, it was basically the same cost to fly from here to Rome and back as it was to fly from here to Miami back. And I was like, I'm not going, it's too expensive. I am calling in and telling him I can't go. I really, like, I was on the brink of like bailing and I, I suck for that. I really fucking suck. I mean, man, as I'm going over this, I'm like, Hannah, I'm so sorry. You're such a sweet, wonderful friend. I love you. And all the while, guys, Hannah never got mad at me. She might have behind my back and she deserved to, but I actually don't even think she did. She is so sweet and considerate. And she was like totally enabling my bitchy, moody behavior. Anyway, so I was like, I'm not going. I'm going to bail. I'm going to bail. I'm going to bail. But then I didn't. So I booked my flight, but I ended up booking Spirit Airline. Now, if, if you know me, you know that I low-key secretly like spirit but i like spirit because i fly in the big chairs they've got eight big chairs four and then four okay the first two rows and they are like business class seats and you've paid an extra 84 dollars which especially when you're flying spirit and they have great rates you're like you're flying like a queen for like a popper's price right 84 dollars like i i do that on jet blue for like extra leg room but i couldn't get a big seat on the way down and I actually was being cheap and I didn't book a big seat back. But the second I landed in Fort Lauderdale, I was like putting a bid on a big seat for the trip home. I'm not doing this shit again. I now know why people hate spirit. Um, but basically, yeah. And I said, bid, you heard me. 
spirit like you can't just like go to spirit and i i tried i would try to go when i landed in fort lauderdale to like one of their desks and be like can i please book one of the big seats i see it's available on my flight home right now immediately i know i need to know i have it and they were like no you have to go bid on it bid on it so like they have a range it like starts at 60 dollars, which is like a bad bid and then like it goes to 96 dollars. that was the most i could bid so a bitch was bidding 96 doll hairs and i was like and you know what moral of the story is i got the big chair home and it was great so if you can fly spirit in the big chairs hunting is everything if you have to fly in steerage uh, i don't recommend it i get it now i understand the hate so i idiotically booked row three nobody booked row three okay word to the wise it is like sitting in hell i've never been more uncomfortable in a flight in my entire life I felt really bad for the guy next to me because he had truly the worst seat in the world. I at least had an aisle seat, but like there are no tray tables. So you're like kind of like, you know when there's no tray tables and like you have like your tray tables like next to you, like the, like it's it's like you're like shut down. You're like cattle. You're like stuck like in a, like a, a, like a cattle stall and like a bitch has hips and a bitch has a booty. And the fact that like my chub could not like flop out into the aisle through like my armrest was like, I, you guys, I could not get in and out of my chair, okay? So that alone, I was like, I'm in claustrophobia hell. The guy next to me was stealing my armrest, but I felt so bad for him. Like I gave it to him. I thought I was going to pull out my back and pull out my neck um, and then really feel like an old lady on the trip. To add insult to injury, there was this little kid. There was a family in front of me. They got the big seats. And I was like, that little fucking kid is in my big seat. And I almost offered his mom like $500 on the spot. Like I'll Venmo you bitch to have your kid seat. He can sit behind you in my shit chair. I want that seat. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Rothy's. I love Rothy's. Rothy's you love Rothy's too but now I mean I have like a whole newfound respect for Rothy's yeah they're cute but they're actually like do-gooders so April is Earth Month I didn't know that but now I do and it means a lot because when I hear that I'm like oh I have to like think about the earth like thank you mother earth for I don't know giving us life and when you're thinking about it, you're like hey well now I want to help out but like where do I even start and we know there's problems like climate change plastic pollution is like you know overwhelmingly contributing to that but it's like hard to conceptualize it when you don't see a clear way to make necessarily an impact, right? It's like, well, what can I do on my end? Well, Rothy's believes that even the biggest challenges can be tackled one step at a time. They make the most comfortable, stylish, and durable shoes and daily essentials. And guess what? They make them all from recycled plastic. Rothy's is everything. They've repurposed millions, millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into all their products. And the other thing too is that Rothy's shoes, their bags and other essentials are made with less wasted fabric, right? Because fabric is a part of waste and they're designed to be durable and washable, which is like great for you as the owner. But don't forget it's stylish fits that last longer and that's better for the environment too. The clothes you wear every day shouldn't just look great. They should make you feel great. And that's exactly how I feel knowing that Rothy's helped keep ocean bound plastic out of water. So when I first got introduced to this brand, I was like, oh, these shoes are cute, so cute. I love them. Period. End of story. But now knowing all this, like the recycled plastic in the product, like that's incredible. They're also so easy to keep clean because they're easily washable. So in the month of April, Earth Month, I want to give like credit where credit's due. And Rothy's is changing the game for consumer and for the planet. It's awesome. It really is awesome. 
when you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever. So, guys, what are you waiting for? Get $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com slash Taylor. Again, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. You guys, I was glaring at him the whole flight like I was unwell. I actually, like after the flight, was like, I hate children. That's not... That's not how I feel, but that's how mad I was. I'm in a bad mood. I'm a bad mood. I'm a bad mood. I'm trying to figure out not to go. And then I'm like, fuck it. You're going. I get myself in a good headspace, right? Then I'm on my way to the airport. I found out my sister's in labor. Now I'm back in a bad headspace because I'm like, I was like crying. Like I was like, oh my God, this is like such a big moment for Paige. Like I was like, I know she said I don't have to be there, but I feel like I should be there. Like a, a good sister would be there. So like I sat like at the hospital for like so many of Tay's siblings deliveries and I was just like feeling I was like feeling so much guilt burgers but my sister literally was like do not worry about it it is all cool so anyway crying in the uber like she's having a baby then I get to spirit and I'm like it's okay it's gonna be a fine flight get to spirit I'm like my seat is terrible then we're like delayed for like 30 minutes I'm like I'm in actual hell I should have stayed home what am I doing here Murphy's Law's in full effect then um the little kid is my chair I'm pissed off that I'm sitting there just trying to be like zen and woosah and just like do my like box breathing and then I get a bloody mary because I'm like you need a bloody mary to calm your nerves down like get a bloody Mary and then the fucking flight attendant spills my entire Bloody Mary all over me and you guys I was like doing the thing where you pack and you're like I'll wear my travel clothes my travel clothes down there and I'll wear my travel clothes back I'm like well can't do that what the fuck what am I gonna wear like sparkle duster on the way home with a cowboy out of my head oh my god so I am like not doing great and then we don't land for two hours because we circled for like an hour and a half because there were no like gates to pull into at Fort Lauderdale Airport. It was just because it was like a holiday weekend, Easter and Passover and spring break. And I'm just like, this is off to a really bad start. Like, I really think maybe like all signs, the universe is telling me not to go. And I can't believe I went like I made a huge mistake. So I land and I'm like praying my, my like at this point, my luggage is getting lost, whatever. Um, it didn't. Thank God. So like I get in the Uber. I'm going to Fort, I'm, I'm going to Miami from Fort Lauderdale. And, um, I'm like, okay, you're going to have fun. Like, it's going to be fun. Like, and this is the thing is I am bougie and I am complaining, obviously. Like, even if I would say like, no, I'm not, I'm very easygoing. All signs point to me being an annoying fucking brat, at least in the span of like the last three weeks. And the fact of the matter is like Michelle, my friend, Cheech, who I was staying with, she knows I've been complaining. Um, like Hannah knows I've been complaining. Like I posted on Instagram. I said like, oh my God, Hannah, I had to start doing cameos to pay for my flight to Miami, which I thought was funny at the time. But in retrospect, it was really fucking bitchy. And then Hannah like texted me, hmm, Hannah. And she was like, I'm so sorry. The flights are so expensive. I feel so bad. And she's like, but we got really good rates at the hotel to like save money. And I felt like, like I'm, I, I got to like reel it in, but like, I definitely feel like Hannah and Cheech were like on edge because of like the vibes I was putting out and honestly, rightfully so. And that's so on me. And let me just say for the record too, the flight was expensive. Yes. The hotel room was the greatest rate ever. And the hotel was so cute. Were the rooms tiny? Yes, they were. Or at least mine and Cheech's was, but like, it really was a great hotel. And you guys this was like the most ballin' bachelorette I have ever been on. Maybe the most baller bachelor party I've ever seen. And it was the cheapest thing. Like once I got to the hotel, 
I like didn't even open my wallet. So like, look at me over here, like bitching about money and like jokes on me. Like moral of the story is don't worry and complain until after the fact, after the fact, if you feel like you were raked over the coals, fine, lose your shit. But like, what's the point in like anticipating anxiety? It's like such a waste of energy. And also it can like really hurt people's feelings. Like I'm really lucky Hannah didn't uninvite me to this bachelor party. Cause like I kind of didn't deserve to go based on my behavior leading up to it. I'm so happy I went. So wait, so we get to the hotel and I open the door <laughs> and Cheech is like, oh my God, the room is so small. I didn't want to tell you beforehand because I was scared that you would turn around and fly home to Boston. And I was like, oh my fucking God. So I had like a moment of like panic because I was like, I was just in like such a claustrophobic space on the plane. But like, no, get it together. You are here to have fun. And the thing with me is I am bougie and complaining and I do like nice things and I do like like luxury. But like, I'm also, I'm a girly girl. I can hang and like, I can make the best of anything. So Cheech and I were sharing a room and I'm like, maybe I should get another room because like, this is a room for one person. It's literally a full-size bed. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we'll both save money. And it's probably going to be an expensive weekend because we're like doing like, you know, all these like nightclubs and fabulous dinners. But again, it wasn't because we were with people who were like fucking sugar daddies. I'm like, okay, I got to unpack my bags. I got to like get ready because now like I'm slamming up against the time because my flight was so delayed. And um, Cheech is like, let's go see Hannah. Let's go see Hannah. Let's go see Hannah. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can. Like, I just got to like get my shit together. But I want to go see her. And like an hour later, I hear like this knock on the door and it's Hannah and she's like are you okay I know your sister's in labor and like the room is really small and like I know your flight was hell like are you okay and that's when I was like I gotta stop because like Hannah is so empathetic and concerned and I don't want my energy taking over this special weekend for her and I was like I love you I'm good I got it but there were like other things that I was like kind of anxious about. I was anxious about, okay, so Hannah got like a photographer, videographer. It's her wedding videographer. His name is a freak. But I was so anxious. I was like, this is like being on a reality TV show. And like, I'm not a cutout for this shit. Like every time I'm around like Vanderpump or even when I was like at summer house parties, I was like so nervous about the cameras. I like hide from them. So I was having like anxiety about that too. Um, but like all the things that I was nervous about, I was nervous about the photographer, videographer. I was nervous about the money. I was nervous about the boat which was everything. I was worried about the TikToks and we'll get to all of that. But like, I was worried about like, is everybody going to vibe? And everything that I was worried about, it ended up like being like the universe being like, you're a bitch, you are wrong. And this is epic. And so I want to just say I was wrong on every front. And um, Hannah made every decision Hannah made was the best that was the decision to make this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by cozy earth i just simply love my bed so i do everything in my bed i work in my bed watch tv in my bed relax in my bed a bed is a sanctuary and the only way to get it to the epic level that it deserves to be is with an incredible foundation and that starts with sheets and i'm talking pillowcases i'm talking duvet covers and nobody does it better than cozy earth their stuff is so good it's like sleeping on a cloud in like actual heaven and that's because they understand quality. They're also responsibly and sustainably sourced materials from the earth so that you can get the restorative sleep that you need to curate your sanctuary and recharge from the comfort of your own home. I mean, honestly, who needs a vacation when you have a bed like mine? So here's a deal with Cozy Earth. It is softer than cotton. That's because it's made from soft and sustainable viscose, which is actually from bamboo fabrics. And Cozy Earth is temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. So important for me. I have hot leg syndrome. My legs get so hot, but not with these sheets and not with this duvet. 
don't take my word for it, Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's favorites list four years in a row for a reason. They also have a 10-year warranty on all of their products because they know that they're dope AF. And they give you the 100-night sleep test, which means you can try it for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. So right now, I am hooking you up. Cozy Earth gave me an exclusive offer for my listeners, 35% off site-wide when you use code Taylor. Again, Cozy Earth gave me a code exclusive to you guys for today, okay? Use code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, and get 35% off site-wide when you use code Taylor. C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H dot com. Again, CozyEarth.com. Code Taylor, 35% off. And now back to the podcast. So it was me and Hannah, and it was my girlfriend, Cheech. So Cheech is a reason that Hannah and I know each other. I feel closer to Hannah than I ever had. Hannah is incredibly nurturing and I I actually don't think I ever fully realized that like Hannah is funny. Hannah is a good time. Hannah is talented beyond. Hannah is... Hannah is like vulnerable and honest and the real deal. Like all my, all the things I love. And I'm so sad I'm missing her wedding. I can't even talk about it because I feel like, oh, I just want to like reconnect with the salami squad. Anyway, whatever. Um, so we'll do a weekend with her and Des, me and Tay. So then there's Ashley and Raina. Love them. Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Um, I met them through Hannah. I was on their podcast. They were on mine. And the thing with podcasting is you really bond with people because you get like into the nitty gritty. You get like very personal in a short period of time. So like you can have bad podcasts. Don't get me wrong. And then you're like, fuck that person forever. But like when you have a great podcast like we did twice, you just feel bonded to people. But like I never have like hung out with Ashley or Raina outside of Hannah. You know, maybe I've like run into them a couple of times at like parties between the time I was on their podcast and they were on mine to like now. But um, Rain and I were like texting and stuff and we FaceTimed because she needed help with outfits beforehand. But like, I was just so excited to get to like spend even more time with them. And they are like hilarious and fun. And like, they are comedians. And that like, the, the comedic energy on this trip was like unparalleled. I don't think I've laughed that hard in my entire life. Everybody was like, my face hurts, my face hurts, stop. Like, I may or may not have tinkled in my my panties just a couple of times. Don't tell anybody, and I didn't, because usually I'm like, I peed my pants! But I was like, they're gonna be like, you're old, you need to pens. Um... Haley. So Haley is one of Hannah's really good friends for forever. I've actually met Haley a bunch of times with Hannah, but I clearly never really talked to Haley because Haley is the most insane human being I've ever met and I mean that in the most complimentary way possible a bitch loves crazy she is <laughs> funny as fuck she's also like this gorgeous like model vibes but she is like goofy but she also like sings and dances and like it's like that's like what she's like trained in like she's a singer she's a dancer I can't describe it like she sings but she's singing seriously but then she's also being funny she and she also has such thick skin because like when you're with comedians they will dog you they will like come for you and she could like take the hits and give them right back I was like I I mean Haley was like Haley is just like sunshine on a platter oh my god Becca so when Hannah was on Taste of Taylor talking about the bachelor party she said like so you're not the only lesbian my friend becca my roommate from college is a lesbian too and i was like boo hiss i want to be the only lesbian and so we like we're kind of joking about this like lesbian competition and then it it looked like becca wasn't going to come and i was like god uh, i want to be the only lesbian vibes on this trip but then last minute becca came and thank fucking god becca did becca was the 
and fucking VP. And I think all of us would agree with that. Like, Emma, Emma? <laughs> Hello, brain. Are you there? Becca is, first of all, Hannah's personality makes so, so much sense when you see her with Becca. They must have formed their personalities together in college because they are like the same person, except Hannah is not a lesbian. Um, and Becca is like, I'm just, I can't. She's the most interesting person in the world. Stories for days. We found out the most hilarious shit about her at the end of the trip. But she is, I mean, comedy. She needs to be a stand-up comedian. She was eating French fries. First of all, she like passed out at the table on Saturday. But she didn't leave. Like, she's like, she will boot and rally. And she was like eating (laughs) French fries, blackout. Ketchup had spilled on Hannah's fake Prada, her Frada. And I don't know how it spilled. I think actually, I think Haley fell on the table with the ketchup in her hand and it plopped onto Hannah's bag. And then Becca was like eating French fries and dipping them in ketchup off Hannah's bag. Like, that is the vibe. She was the life of the party. I mean, I feel like, I don't think the bachelor party actually would have been the same without Becca. And like, listen, everybody was so great. I'm not like, I don't want to take that away from anybody, but like Becca really was like a magical unicorn. And I'm just like obsessed for her with her forever and ever and ever. So we've got two guys on the trip. Teddy, who's a comedian. He was like in and out. And then Marcelo, I think it's Marcelo or Marcello. Sorry, because I, I love him so much. He was, he reminded me of like an ex-boyfriend from college and that's a compliment because it's like one of the ex-boyfriends that I actually liked. He was, oh, he was so great too. And he was so fucking funny. He's a stand-up comedian. I mean, just, I'm telling you, the comedy, we were all, we were all on fire together. And that was the thing too, it was like egalitarian. Like nobody was like, I am the shining star of the humor. Like everybody was giving each other space to be funny. And then... Isabel, who is Hannah's um, manager, was there. She's so smart about business. I feel like I learned like a year's worth of business intel from Isabel. She's so great. She adores Hannah. She also represents Sierra. Sierra, I will be honest, I was really nervous about meeting Sierra because I do this thing where if I know somebody before they're on a show, I like am cool. I'm like, you know, I've been in this industry for a while. Like you have to learn to like check your fangirl them at the door and be able to like be cool and hang. But because I've watched Sierra now for two seasons and I think she's just like the most stunning human being on the face of the planet. And like, I literally like, and not like in a lesbian, I'm hanging on her way, but like in just like a, oh my God, like how does someone look like that way? Like, I wish I could look like that. I'm like so used to staring at her now from watching her TV. So I was like, am I going to just like, mouth agape stare at her and yes I did I did a couple times but like am I gonna like creep her out you know like I was like nervous I would be like a weirdo um and a fangirl and so I was like kind of nervous about like how it's not that I was nervous about Sierra because Sierra is like even you can tell in the show she's like a good person and fucking fun and like a girly girl but I was like will I be able to like get over my weird self, my fangirl self and like act like a human being? And the answer is yes, but it took me a little bit of time. Um, Sierra probably thought I was a weirdo for like the first 24 hours. Um, I was like beep, bop, boop, beep. And she kept trying to be like engaging me in conversation. And I was just like acting like a fucking nerd. But um, we had like a bonding pool sash. We were in the pool. Yes, I went to the fucking pool, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Hannah was like, I am so proud of you. I was like, shh, that is our secret. Don't embarrass me in front of my new friends. But I had a great time with Sierra too. She is like funny as 
fuck? And also, the thing I love about Sierra is she's, like, crazy inquisitive. Like, she really, like, gives a fuck and wants to know about you. But also very gentle in her questioning. Like, she'll, like, ask a question and be like, if that's too much, if that's overstepping, like, don't feel like... She's just, like... I just couldn't believe how just, like, funny and kind and, like, down-to-earth everybody was. Because especially, like, when people are really funny and they're good entertainers, sometimes they can be, like, I don't know, like, have an edge to them. But it was, like... It was, like... Funny and entertaining, but also like a really safe, safe space to be in. And then Paige. I think I full on fell in love with Paige. Like I, I've known Paige through Hannah forever, but I always, she's always been like Hannah's friend to me. I had her on Taste of Taylor, I think at least once, maybe a couple times. That was the thing too. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to run on these gorgeous girls with this great style. And they're like young and funny and amazing. Like, am I going to feel like such a loser? The opposite. I couldn't have felt like more comfortable and welcome. Paige is so, it's so funny because a lot of time with reality TV people, like they want to talk about themselves. They don't really give a shit about you. And I'm not talking about Stassi and Bo. They are our best friends for a reason. But I've known enough reality TV people in my day to be like, they don't really give a fuck about anybody else. You know, they're like, me, 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 which I also get too because hello, that's me. But Paige, like, like Sierra, asks a lot of questions, really cares, really wants to get to know people. And again, funny as fuck. And like, we just like bonded on such a level I just, I am, and Hannah was like getting upset with all of us because she's like, you two are getting along too well. Stop bonding so much. I just, I am so happy I went and I'm so honored and it was so not expensive. I literally can't believe it because we did all the things like Swan, 11, Friday night, then Saturday, we did the, the yacht, the yacht, the yacht, you guys, this is insane. And Hannah and I will talk about this when she's on, but like, Hannah literally said to me, we almost didn't do the boat because I know how seasick you get, you guys. So like she said this to me and I was like, that is the nicest thing I've ever heard. But also like, that's crazy. If I was that seasick, like I could just meet you guys at the restaurant, Kiki on, Kiki's on the river, highly recommend. Um, and everybody around us was like, we almost didn't do this yacht because fucking Taylor gets seasick. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I am sorry. I'm clearly a pain in the ass. I'm just so happy that I got invited to this, but like that too, like Hannah almost didn't do a yacht. A yacht, a yacht. I thought we were going to be on a fucking booze cruise, like some bullshit with like cement, you know, like that gray cement ground. That's like so gross because this was a, this was a mega yacht. This was like, this was like, I know rich. Okay. I am no longer rich, but I used to be rich and I still track as rich and, or bougie, I guess. And I was shook to my core over this, this yacht, three floors. I mean, the insides, the interiors, like, I don't even know how many beds, but like living room, kitchen. It was, I mean, it was like being on below deck, but almost like better than the yachts they have hot tub on the third floor. I mean, it was just, it was beyond. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. Gaps in the diet really shouldn't be ignored because listen to these statistics. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting the recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. 
So Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual did not stop there. They invested in a gold standard, universally led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results? Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. The clinical study was published in leading scientific journal, Frontiers in Nutrition, and a published clinical study is really a big deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication, no shady stuff. And this is why I love Ritual. I don't like the shadiness of it all. There's so much out there when it comes to supplements, and you don't necessarily know like which one to choose but the fact that ritual has gone through all of this extensive research to provide us like such transparency that makes me feel confident in choosing ritual as like the way that i'm gonna go so right now ritual is offering my listeners 10 percent off your first three months so visit ritual.com slash taylor and turn healthy habits into a ritual that's 10 percent off at ritual.com slash taylor Again, that's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. 10% off your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. And I was like, oh, just for the record, I get seasick on boats. I don't get seasick on yachts. If you had told me we're on a yacht. No, I still got a little bit seasick. I, I just get a little bit queasy. But I mean... I was like, keep drinking your spritzes, girl. And I mean, literally, was I or was I not the unofficial official spritz spokeswoman like the entire trip? Every picture I'm in, every TikTok I'm in, a bitch has a spritz in her hand. And if you think that was unintentional, you are crazy. Why? Because... Uh huh. I'm a girly girl. I am everything of the sort. The boat was epic. Kiki's on the river was so fucking fun. And then Sunday we hung up in the pool and then we went to dinner at this place called Komodo Sushi Blaze. It was so great. And I have to tell you too, like, so first of all, thanks to Michelle Cheech. Okay. Michelle's in PR and she hooked this weekend the fucked up. The fucked up, the fucked up, the fuck up. She, like, without Cheech, so much would have not been, like, planned to the level it was. And, like, we were, like, we were so bad. We were, like, running late for reservations. Usually you run late for reservation, you fucking lose it. And Cheech was like, don't worry, I'll bump it back. Like, she was such a rock star, such an MVP. There aren't words. Isabel also hooked up the entire boat day and the entire Kiki's on the River for free. And then let me talk about the baller bitches that were on the trip. Raina and Ashley picked up first night's dinner. Y'all, when I tell you to take my credit card out once, I am not joking, okay? And maybe they all felt bad for me because I flew Spirit. Like I said in the group chat, you guys, just because I fly Spirit doesn't mean I can't afford to pay you guys back. But um, they were like, no, absolutely not. We got dinner night one. And then the cheat should hook up the table at 11, but like you can't get a table at 11 fully comped. She got like a great rate, but there was it was still a pretty penny and I was kind of sweating it a little bit but I was like whatever it's for Hannah like just you know this is what happens at bachelor parties 
You're gonna you're gonna do the damn thing, right? Just don't complain, and you'll just do more cameos. <laughs> but Paige rolled in there with like a thousand dollars in ones, boop boop beep boop, on her like Zach Morris cell phone, and um, Paige. Pay, you know, like a lot of times at bachelor parties or like when you go out for these like nightclub nights, there's like a whale at the table. That's like what you call like a guy who's rich that like covers everybody's drinking and all, like just everything. And to be on a bachelor party with most mostly girls and to have like Paige be like our sugar mama and be like, I got it. But Paige, you know, I said, I'll still give you money just because I fly spirit doesn't mean I can't afford it, Paige. It was like, it was like a female empowerment moment where I was like, we don't need a man's around here to get this shit done. So Paige is a fucking baller. And the same as Sierra. She picked, she fucking picked up the tab on Sunday night for dinner. So I was just, it was so fun and so crazy. And I will be posting pictures for the next month. So get ready for it. But, um, it really was great. I want to do like a quick, like, um, Peaks and pits. What's it? Peak and pits. Peak and pits. So here we go. So let's start with pits, right? right, We're going to start with pits. Pits is I'm a bitch. And I'm sorry for acting like such a bitch, Hannah. And whatever you didn't hear, I'm still sorry for. And what you did hear, and if I made you feel bad, I'm sorry. I love you. Another pit. My spirit flight. But honestly, my spirit flight home was a peak because I got a big seat. I won the bid for $96. And I felt like a fucking queen aboard my spirit flight. Oh, another pit. Oh my God. So on the bot, on the, on the bot, on the yacht, I smashed within two minutes of being on the yacht, a full glass of champagne. It was in a glass, glass, champagne glass. And I was mortified to say the least. The crew could not have been like more amazing. They were like, do not worry about it. Do not clean it up. And of course I ignored them because I was like, so dying in my own feelings that like, I was like, I can't just stand here. And like not help them clean up. And then I started to help them clean up. And they were like, stop it. We told you not to do it. I was like, I'm fucking up left and right. And before we got on the yacht, I was like, Hannah was like, we take our shoes off. And I was like, ew, Hannah, you don't know what to do on a yacht. Act richer. And then here I am like spilling glass and like bending down and like cutting myself. And like the, the crew is like, who is this peasant that doesn't know what to do on a yacht? So um, I was mortified by that. And then we went up to the bow of the boat to do a TikTok. And the, the like chief stew brought over tequila shots and you guys, I raised my hand in the air to be like cute and fun in the picture. And I spilled the entire tray of tequila shots. And everybody was like, seriously, Taylor. Like I was like bringing somebody's grandmother on the trip. Oh, it's so fucking embarrassing. So yeah, so the spilling, that was so out of control. And actually like, usually I'm able to laugh it off, but like I was actually pretty fucking embarrassed. So um, the pit was, yeah, basically, oh, my God. So the pit was breaking glass and tequila shots, but I also forgot this. On Friday night at 11, it was like two o'clock and Cheech and I were like, we're fucked up. It's time to go home. We're going to be responsible. And 10 minutes after we walked out of the club, the club, jaw fucking rule showed up. And the and the real gag here is we knew he we, he was there. We're like, oh, jaw rules here. I just thought he was like there with the table. I didn't realize he was like there to fucking perform eight songs. So uh, yeah, Sierra and Paige and Hannah rub that shit in our faces for like the rest of the trip. Like you losers miss jaw rule. I can't even. And then here are my peaks. My peak was, okay, we were in Hannah's room (laughs) on Saturday getting, we were about to all get ready for the yacht trip. 
and Raina came in with Ashley and we were standing in there. So in Hannah's room was Hannah, Haley, and Becca. And like I said, Becca was like very funny. And like, also I didn't realize that she also was like into, she was not just verbally funny, but she's like action funny. Cause I don't want to give away. I don't want to like, you know, bury the lead. I don't want to give away the story. So we're in the room and we're like all trying to hydrate. Cause we're, we, we have a long drinking night ahead of us. And the girls come in and Raina is like, I am so fucking thirsty. I need water. And there wasn't like a ton of water in the room. And so we're like looking around for like a half drank bottle. And like they handed her like, like a bottle that was like gross. It had like lipstick on it. It had like a sip left. It was like all backwash. And she was like, uh, that's not going to do it. She's like, maybe I'll just go drink from the sink. And then I was like, oh my God, there's a full water bottle right behind you. And she was like, oh, perfect. So full, 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 full. And so she's like, oh, it's so warm. And I'm like, honestly, girl, if you're thirsty enough, who gives a fuck? She's like, you're right. So she opens it up. She takes a sip and she spits it out on the ground. I thought she spit it out on the ground because she was laughing. She spit it out on the ground because it was a full water bottle of vodka. And we were dying. And like, who the fuck did it? And when she left, Becca was like, I am so happy that worked. So that I am just so happy it wasn't me because I that would have that would have uh, I would have been out for the count after something like that so that was one of my peak and Raina handled it like a goddamn college kid champ I mean she was gagging quite a bit but she recovered quite swiftly um also another peak was my TikTok debut on Hannah's TikTok which is way better than mine because no one's even fucking looking at mine but they're looking at Hannah's and um salami tits I mean that's all I have to say like the salami squad that was formed, the salami mommies that, you know, that came out of that epic genius TikTok. And the fact that the salami, now listen, here's a question. Everybody's like, <laughs> Taylor did not know the assignment. And I agree. But I knew that Hannah was going to throw salami at me and I was supposed to catch it in my mouth. Now, I memory has it that it was a terrible toss and a part of me believes it was on purpose you know what I've decided I did not know the assignment but my titties did I have watched I, I mean this is embarrassing to admit but like I've watched a TikTok maybe 110 times and I laugh every time we're like you see me like side eye and then break laughing I die laughing so that was definitely a peak and then not to be a cheese ball but meeting everyone was and bonding with everybody was such a peak and most importantly seeing Hannah so happy was such a peak because Hannah's doing great. She's thriving in her career. She's getting married to an incredible human being. And she is surrounded by so much love. And I saw it for sure this weekend. She had a little bit of a rough go for a few months there. And as somebody who's her close friend, it was really painful and hard for me to watch. And, you know, it sucks when to go through something like that, like being like, fired from a job or rejected by, and I'm like speaking from personal experience, right? Like I'm just saying rejection, you know, like feeling rejected by a friend group, feeling rejected by, you know, a company you work for. And then on top of it, feeling rejected by people that are, then, then you're doing it on a public platform. So then it's not only you're rejected by those things that are so near and dear to you, but like feeling that like from an audience, like that's fucking hard. And I have been there, but not on the scale that Hannah has. And so, but I absolutely can empathize. And, you know, and there are people like sometimes when you're in that spot and I, again, I'm not speaking for Hannah. I'm speaking from personal experience when you're in that spot. Like, I'll just say, it, I'll just be very clear not to dance on the issue. Like husband and his family, I, you know, it's not lost to me that they probably don't want me to thrive. Right. And when 
I got fired from Sirius. Like, I can only imagine the sidebar commentary that was going on at my demise. And, like, maybe you're better than me, but I can't help but think about those things when bad things happen to me. It's like, not only is this bad thing happening, but there are probably people out there that are enjoying it, you know? And that feels like shit. And so... I have always said that there is no better revenge than living well. So when you win and you're thriving and you know that there's people out there that maybe don't want it for you, getting the great things, it's the greatest feeling in the world. But knowing that people who don't necessarily want you to thrive are like seeing it and it's probably killing them is fucking great. And you know me, I'm a fucking bitch. I'm a fucking loyal friend and I can be fucking brutal. So I'm just going to say this. I won't go into too many details, but I can say for sure that Hannah was thriving. This was the best bachelor party I have ever been on. I know it looked as fun as it was on Instagram and TikTok and social media. I know everybody can see how Hannah is supported and surrounded by love. And I know for a fact, because I saw it on my story, because I can see who sees my story. And shockingly, people who probably think that they'll never pop up my story or story, you do. And I was not the only one. Michelle, my roommate, Michelle Cheech, she was also like, yo, want to know who's been looking at all my stories all weekend? And so I'm just here to say to those people, because I know you're probably listening to this. We saw you watching. So like for people that don't seem to care, you certainly dedicated your weekend to it. And I hope you realized that it was the best weekend ever. And Hannah is so fucking love and support, loved and supported. You know me, always got to end on a motherfucking high note. I really am. I'm protective. I'm a pit bull. If somebody's my friend and somebody crosses them, I, uh, I mean, I know I shouldn't be, but I can't help but be brutal. So there you go. That's just my truth. Anyway, guys. It was the best weekend ever. Hannah, thank you so much for everything. You are such a star. I am devastated that I will not be in attendance at the wedding, but I will be there in spirit with my salami squad. That is it for me. A bitch is tired. My titties are sweating. I got to go wipe the salami juice off of them. Have a great rest of your week. And don't forget, please, what is it? Yep, subscribe, rate, and review. It's everything. And um, yeah, I mean, like, listen, review. Hey, girl, hey, I'll take it. Until next week, bye, girl, bye.